Lives of Our Saints. Saint Ibatios was present at the first ecumenical council which was held in Nicaea in 325 AD, and he was renowned by all for his pious life and miracle working. His fame was so well known that the emperor Constantius ordered that a likeness of Ibatios be made during the saint's lifetime. The emperor kept this likeness in his own palace as a weapon against all adverse powers. Once, upon returning from Constantinople, Ibatios was attacked in a narrow gorge by heretics and was thrown from the road into the mud. At that moment, a woman from that group struck him on the head with a stone, and thus the saint died. Immediately, the woman went insane and took that same stone and struck herself with it. When they took her to the grave of Saint Ibatios, he prayed to God on her behalf. She was healed by the great compassionate soul of Ibatios and lived the remainder of her life in repentance and prayer. Saint Ibatios died and took up his habitation in the eternal kingdom of Christ, the God, in the year 326 AD. Saint Jonah, Metropolitan of Moscow. Jonah was born in the province of Kostroma in Russia in the 15th century. When he was 12 years old, he was tonsured a monk and lived for a long time in the Simonov Monastery in Moscow. During the time of Metropolitan Fotios, Jonah became Bishop of Ryazan. When Fotios died, Jonah was elected Metropolitan and sent to the Patriarch in Constantinople for approval and consecration. Jonah, however, was outwitted by a man named Isidore, who arrived in Constantinople before him and was consecrated as the Metropolitan of the Russians. Jonah returned to his cathedral in Ryazan. The malicious Isidore ended his rule as Metropolitan in an evil manner. Isidore attended the Council of Florence in 1439 AD, and only after three years did he return to Moscow. Everyone attacked him as an apostate of orthodoxy, and he was banished. It is unknown where he ended his life. Jonah, the good and wise shepherd, ascended the Metropolitan's throne. He was a great worker of miracles, a seer and a spiritual director. When the Hagarines surrounded Moscow, Jonah repelled them through his prayers. In his later years, he had the desire to be afflicted by an illness so that he could suffer pain, and through this pain, completely purify himself before his departure to the other world. According to his desire, God permitted wounds on his feet, which was foretold in a vision to a certain priest, James. The saint died from these wounds and took up his habitation among the heavenly citizens on the 31st of March, 1431 
AD. Many miracles have occurred over his relics. A certain mute, by the name of John, was brought before the relics of the saint. John kissed the hand of Jonah, and as he related later, the hand grabbed him by the tongue and he felt a sharp pain. When the hand released his tongue, John returned to those people who had brought him and began to talk as though he had never been mute. The Hieromata Ordus Saint Ordus was a bishop of the city of Susa in Persia, which is modern-day Iran. He was beheaded for Christ in 418 AD by Emperor Yezdegerhud. His deacon, Saint Benjamin, was released by the tormentors with the understanding that he would never preach the gospel again. In the beginning he agreed, but Benjamin's heart could not endure this, and he continued to spread the truth of Christ among the people. For this, Benjamin was captured and slain three years after the death of St. Ordus in the year 421 AD. The Venerable Apollonius Apollonius was a renowned Egyptian ascetic. In his 15th year, he renounced the world and withdrew to a mountain where he lived for 40 years, eating only wild plants. Afterward, he established a monastery in which 500 monks lived. He died peacefully in the year 395 AD.